I'm going to say welcome everyone to episode 38 of Game One for Itself podcast. I'm Will McKellar, aka Lard Team Maker. Joining me, as always, up there, up there, is James Atkinson. Hi, everybody. We actually are not moving around spaces anymore. I finally got a layout that I'm happy with. <laughs> oh, so we've, so we've just we, we've hit that bit. We've hit Punisher that on YouTube. Down. Nice. Nice. Hello. Welcome, Punisher. And also joining us up there. Is he up there? Up there? Uh, is the one and only Chris Hagelman. I'm actually a myth. <laughs> you have an imaginary friend that only us can hear. More or less, yeah. Only, only people on this channel and my channel. That's the only place where I exist. Zero presence was... anywhere else in the universe. Oh, so you're sort of in limbo. You're sort of in that little bit. You're not dead. Yeah, I'm a ghost. You're just waiting. Dormant. Danny Phantom. Or like, I was gonna, I was gonna go a little bit more something along the lines. Like he's kind of like the time traveler's wife, except like he's the time traveler that just shows up randomly for podcasts and streams. <laughs> I mean, it's technically, isn't it like Schrodinger's streamer? Like at any point yeah. in time, especially with the delay, he could be alive or could be dead. It's true. If he's not streaming, you can't tell if he's alive or dead. That would make a phenomenal episode of uh, Black Mirror, which is what I was watching until like five minutes ago before. Well, I think I think we have an idea we have to pitch. I think we do. See, I was thinking he's like the littlest Hergelman. You know, there's a cast that keeps on calling me on the stream (laughs) is where I'll always be. (laughs) That's what I thought anyway. But on tonight's show, we have a bit of news. Talking a little bit about Res and what we've been playing, and then you know, shout outs. And if our guest is available, he might just jump in and then we can talk to him a bit about what he's been up to, what they're doing. But you know what? Let's start with a bit of news. And I think it's only one bit this week, isn't it? Unless you guys have got something. Destiny 2. <laughs> D- Destiny 2. Destiny, Destiny 2. Yeah, Destiny 2 on PC. That's You guys are only going to hear me talk about it for five and a half months, guys. So, I don't use the news. So yeah, Destiny Two on PC, it's a thing. Nathan Fillion's funny. You should get it. Play. With, I'm not saying that I want people to play Destiny with, but I'm really lonely, and I can yes. really like, just use as, some a, pe- as a general statement. Really. Yeah, just as a general <laughs> statement. I'm just lonely and depressed, and I could really use some friends to play Destiny. With. So he's like, please, please, please do it, please do, because. Sorry, it ain't gonna be me. I can tell you that right now. But I, I will pre-order it. I will play the demo, the beta of it, or the beta, depending on where you are in the world. Um, the bate. The bate. <laughs> the bate. Do you like the, the bate? I don't. I, I'm kind of in and out on bates. I don't like the splashback you get from it. <laughs> it's just like it was a huge <laughs> lonely Destiny player seeks. Uh... <laughs> GSOH. Yes. But um, LFF looking for friends. Looking for friends. <laughs> but what we what you could also do while you're there, and if you if you're playing Destiny, where if you know James or on PC and and you're streaming it on Twitch, and if he's partnered by that time, which could happen, maybe you know we have time. You could be getting some uh, Twitch crates, which are coming soon. 
Um, and basically, the juicy details of them are any purchase of on Twitch of a game or in-game item worth four ninety nine or more will earn the person a Twitch crate. Now, think of these as your own personal treasure chest filled with loot, which you can open them right away or hoard them for later in your inventory page. So we're also getting an inventory page on Twitch. Um, basically, what they normally are, it looks like is... Um, right, so there's a quick little sort of FAQ about them. Um, Twitch crates include community-generated items, store discounts, and more surprises. But what they're there for is if, let's say, for example, you know how coming very soon partnered accounts are going to be able to... You're going to be able to buy games from them. They're the ones that are streaming at that time. And they get a percentage of it. Whereas it is, if it's over $4.99, you get a crate while you're buying it. So it's kind of a sort of a little scratch scratching your back as well it reminds me of the steam summer sales like when you would buy like and get tokens towards badges and stuff when you used to spend a certain dollar amount you'd hit the threshold and they unlock something for you and punisher yeah i I did see about um mad cats we can talk a little bit about that too cool that's fine yeah i'll let you look at that because i i literally been out of the loop today and yesterday of stuff online so mad cats is Uh, a controller company and they filed for bankruptcy today that's not good. No, that's not. So it sounds like they're going to be um, no longer making third-party supported controllers, uh, as and they usually had like kind of the crazy like turbo button X kind of controllers. <laughs> what does the turbo button do? Exactly. <laughs> um, and they always renamed their buttons weird things. So as somebody once put it, uh, I would press X to salute, but I don't know where the fuck it is on the controller. I turbo to Jason. <laughs> I I see. I had a Mad Cat's controller for a while, and it was pretty much identical. Like the the buttons were. I think it was the. Uh, uh, oh, which one was it? I don't have it anymore because it, it broke like years ago. But um, it was more or less the same. Oh, it was the uh, it was the the start and and back buttons were like elongated instead of like the little pill like how these guys are the little like pill size mm-hmm. it was a bit like closer to like half of a bumper each and that was like the only difference because back in, re- in my retail days we did use to sell some mad cat stuff <laughs> for the old ps2 yeah so um sad day i mean but granted like controllers are kind of a dime a dozen nowadays anyways yeah, and well, especially, depends really, I mean, especially if you come for the elite stuff, then it's these are like fifteen happy. bucks. Especially if you have like this freaking nonsense. <laughs> I got these for fifteen bucks. I got my N sixty fours for fifteen bucks. Controllers are really cheap these days. Yeah, I we have an X. I use an Xbox uh, three sixty plug in controller for mine. It's Microsoft. You just plug it in. It's like, yep, I know what this is. You could yeah, totally use I, have, it. I have that, and then I have two uh, two off-brand ones. The X isn't there. It's kind of great. It's just a big silver circle. <laughs> it's just the box controllers. They're box I controllers. Guess. The, the, yes. the circle. Mm. Press circle for fun, <laughs> or just to turn up the Microsoft Live dashboard because that's a thing. 
or just turn for a circle to go back and go, oh shit. I and you use those that. controllers to play Destiny 2 on PC. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's gonna, every, every week, people, I'm gonna tell you right now, every week, it's gonna happen. I'll break them eventually. Or I'll break. Or just mute and go, what? <laughs> what? What? Well, remember, Sorry, can't hear you. you can mute me as much as you want. That's fine. I'm the one with the VOD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just put it back in so you hear it. <laughs> They're all stuck listening to me talk about Destiny 2 for PC. That's fine, so long as it brings them in. That's all right. <laughs> they can, they can, you can talk about it as much as you like. <laughs> but so, just quickly, briefly, I was just looking at the, the FAQ for these these crates. Um, and there's one big thing in here saying, "Can I receive duplicate rewards from tri Twitch crates? If so, what can I do with these extra items?" Now, here's the kicker at the moment: so it is possible to get duplications. Uh, of an emote or chat badge as you open your Twitch crate. In this case, your inventory will only show one of that item, but there's no way to trade it at the moment. Which is a bit... Ooh, hang on. <laughs> Why would they not think that through before they started doing this sort of stuff? I mean, it's still coming soon, so they still have time to do it, but... Hey, Geo, how's it going? I mean, there are... They're also saying, uh, can they, can you earn multiple crates for a single purchase? Example, does a $50 game get you 10 crates? But it's only, you can only earn one crate per purchase. So if it goes over four ninety nine, you only get one. If you get one $50, you only get one. You did, Clint? Let me see. If, that, if you did, I'm going to have to make sure that thing pops up. I'm going to have to see. Give me, give me a second here. You guys continue talking. No, no, it's, that's, it's that's, a, it's that's, that's a, yeah, that's an emote bit. They always, they always do that sort of bit. Cool. Because I can just tell. to try and just to try and get you to go actually do something. See? Fake. See? Cool. Good job. You know it's not fake. Well, it is April Fool's Day over here now, so you can actually. Say yeah, it is. I got my own yet, April Fool's thing too. Guess what, Clint? Uh, you're blocked. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> April Fools! It's not April Fools here. Yeah, we didn't get timeout. <laughs> oh, I timed out Simmer by accident. I'm unbanning him. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Don't worry. I got Looks this. Looks like I we're got the this. April Fools here. I know. I have way too much power. I know what to do. Kim. Kim. You just sort of, Kim's you here, just sort guys. Of Kim's here. Can we say thank Hi, you Kim. for a Patreon subscriber? She's number one. Quite literally number one. Thank you very much, Not Kim. just over there, but also on my channel as well. She's the only hergling. But so far, let's go. it'll get bigger. It'll get better. And then more will join us. She so, has to give me a topic, by the way. You need to give me a topic at some point, Kim, for us to discuss anything on anything. It could talk about, you talk about like the economic situations of the trade trade uh, deal collapsing uh, between China and the United States, or Brexit. We tend to like to talk about Brexit. Yeah, because that, that actually has a bit of a thing. We or or breakfast, which is very different, because. Also Here's the thing about the about Brexit at the moment. There is a report going around on MCV that I saw today that about 
40% at least of game companies are looking to relocate into Europe once this happens because they're scared of what will happen with their workforce and being able to get Europeans over here to help them out and do, you know, do dev work. So they are actually scared of it. So it's like, mm. so that's, that's kind of, it's kind of relevant to Brexit at the moment. So, but yeah, shall we, shall we talk about the other big thing I was doing this week before we go into what we've been playing? Sure. Because, because I, I, I went outside. What? I know. Blas- okay. Blasphemy. <laughs> oh, Do we need to talk? I, I got a bit tense. I, I got a bit tense. You know, I, I got a bit sweaty and it's like, I just need to sit down for a few minutes. How, for a while how could you deal with so much space above your head? I don't, I mean, it was hard, man. It was, it was, it's infinite. It's quite literally infinite. <laughs> I know, I, I was freaking out, you know, I, 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 I took about two or three steps and it's like someone had to be around us because it was like, oh no, <laughs> what's going on here? This isn't good. <laughs> so I went to London because um, you can clean tomorrow, well, depending on when you're listening to this, but the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, In when like this three show weeks. was recorded. <laughs> Let's be honest, <laughs> at the point I'm going, it's three weeks. <laughs> three weeks on YouTube, six months on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> see you're not you're not denying it they're, they're almost they're getting pitchforks ready i'm doing something right if people are like wanting it and they're demanding the pitchforks so well yeah because people you know people are talking to me when i'm walking down the street going, i want it they're not this- threatening me directly though that's the problem i hear it through you and you're too polite in english to be like james fucking do your job <laughs> yeah because i don't want to say that because it's like <laughs> I just it's like I, I don't I feel bad saying it. it's like you get your fucking finger out, son, and get working, okay. <laughs> <laughs> went so you went outside. I went outside, Scary. I went down to London, went to went to EGX Arrest, which is held at the tobacco dock. Okay. And it's different to no, to normal expos because the tobacco dock isn't like a, a convention centre or hall. It's like these old fish markets. So it's not held fully indoors. You know, it's got an open part of the roof, which which is really great because it cuts down, you know, percentage chance you get an expo lurking because, you know, you've got ventilation. Or it's just, it, 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 yeah, it lets all the sweat and shame kind of <laughs> make <laughs> it. Walked away. If anybody's been <laughs> to a con, you know that smell. It's like, it's on like, it's like Friday night. Sunday more it's like on Sunday morning, Saturday night, when people have been there for like two days, haven't quite showered. All the cosplayers have been in cosplay for like two days and just don't want to change out. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's just this waffle that just comes and smacks you right in the face. You're like, Whoa, that's just no, that's just this is take a moment here let's go outside and just be scared for a few minutes while we catch our breath i know right do i want to breathe and be scared or do i want to deal with this and feel safe i'm in a rock and a hard place here <laughs> exactly he's like but you know you'd rather go outside and just take a breath at least you know so you can actually try and not have your eyes searing from all the all this smell that's come at you so it's different. It's a different setting. It's nice until until you get into like the little pockets of shops that they have in it. Because you know they're still parts. When you get inside there, you will sweat because again, it's it's sort of enclosed space and you have a load of people there. I like going there on the Thursday to rest because normally it would have been because of the BAFTA straight you know straight after in the same night, which was weird this time because I felt out of place, not wearing a suit 
for all day. We, we, you know, because the last few times we went down there, we've had to. But it was actually also quieter. It didn't feel as as big this year because th- there wasn't, to me, like a headline act. I mean, you had your Overwatch there again, but there was nothing there. There was nothing new. There was nothing. There was no big AAA that was going to come down and go. You must come down. You must play this. So it was more. It was heavily focused on indie stuff. I know uh, Paradox had a huge footprint there. And they were talking about the new universe. Uh, the new there are a bunch of their games that are coming out. Because there, there was also Square Enix, the Square Enix Collective. Uh, there they was had it in two bits again. Battalion nineteen forty four, which is in one area, and then the upper upstairs you had the, the the actual rest of the indie stuff. So you know it's a quite nice mix. Um, I didn't get to play many games. I didn't actually play a load of them. I, I think I played, what, three, but looked at a fourth. And it was like the new Fear Effect, which threw me off because I'm like, I was looking at the list of what games are coming out, and I was like, there's a new Fear Effect coming out? Ooh, this looks interesting. Then I saw it, and it's like completely different setting. It's like it's more t- isometric view rather than it was how it was before. It's like, you know, 3D, sort of behind your third person sort of game. So there was that. It, it looks interesting, but when I started it, it was like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing because some guy just was playing it and left it. He just sort of put it down, walked off, and carried on because he was there for about 10, 15 minutes when I was around it. What I did play, however, and I'm going to say this before I get on to the other big parts of it, like who I met and going down to loading, whatever, but free games then. The first one we went to was Knights and Bikes, which is. Know, from the one of the guys at Media Molecule, Rex, who was, who's you know he was one of the designers of Little Big Planet and and Terrorize. so he's doing this little side project, and it's a co-op game. There's at least two people, and it's like a little little girl, little boy. You play like these little kids, and you it's it's almost it kind of feels like a nicer version of South Park. You know, he has the art style that that looks more of akin to Night in the Woods. And it, it feels nice, but it, it just feels the, 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 this nice little touch of humor in there. And so you start off, and it's like the setting is you're having to race to go to this like carnival. So you're racing on these little pedal bikes, and you have to start speeding up. And if you lose your breath, you get these little inhalers that come up where your character is, and you have to sort of start pedaling to catch your breath. <laughs> and I made Steve, who was there with us, because he is a new dev along with my brother because we're there doing a project that i'm not sure whether i've mentioned on the show so i'm not saying too much because it's one nda shit and two can't really say much about what they're doing but so yeah so he goes to me he's like is that offensive to asthmatics <laughs> i went no it isn't it's fine mate because <laughs> you know teenage asthma so i could i can i could say i could have the gauge of whether that would be offensive you know then, then you sort of get to the part of the, the actual amusement park and it turns into more sort of a tear away, exploring around the area, getting from A to B, smashing things up. But yeah, it looks very, very promising. It should be out next month. A member of Tig Whippy last year helped the Kickstarter of this, so you should be seeing their name in the credits if you buy it, which I do recommend so far. And... To sort of add a bit of presentation to the actual display in the stand, they actually used 
mountain bikes little push bike mountain bikes to sit on while you were playing it which there were kids the kid size ones you even got little toddler ones with little stabilizers they had spooky dokies spooky dokies in the wheels which if no one in america knows about spooky dokies there's like these little plastic ball things that you fit on the t- in the wheels and every time you go around it's clack as you're going as as the wheel was spinning which doesn't sound good but when you were about six and you go it you may put a smile on your face and you're a child so anything pleases you you know and we got robbed to actually sit on the little smaller one you know he did it sounds like so he's great new bike that he's gonna go out exercising on um <laughs> we've played a bit more victor fran now i'm not sure if anybody knows about victor fran do you guys know about it diablo no. clone it's like a diablo clone in that respect and you know same 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 graphic you know you know shot that your top down view sort of thing you, you know, you have your potential magic and then that. So there was a expansion that was there. It was called Motorhead Through the Ages. Which I thought, hang on, they've put Lemmy in this? Which would have been cool, but no, it didn't look like it. Um, the only thing I really say about Victor Fran is because it, it seems like you need a high-end PC to play this because I knew someone who was streaming it and their PC kept crashing on them and crashing on them and crashing on them a lot when they were trying to stream this so yeah you need to have a pretty decent pc for it and the other the other thing we've played and this is a game i really recommend you get it's currently in early access it's on steam for four is 4.99 at the moment it's called block ships it's like a it's, it's almost feels like a, a, a twin stick shooter but you only use one stick you use a and b Ace to fire, B is to drop blocks that you connect. It's like almost like Tetris. Now, basically, what you do is you start off with a core, and that's your main ship. And when you're flying it, you have to pick up blocks that connect to the core, which you have to use to protect it. You can also carry guns, which fire in a certain direction. So, if you have, let's say, the, the uh, like a red part of this piece, this piece of bit, you have to make sure it is not aimed at your core because if you start firing it will fire at you rather than you wanting to, want to fire at the enemy it's like a four player game where you have this you're just in this one block and you have to sort of fly around this little area trying to take him out it's, it's almost kind of like Bomberman in that respect you know so and it's also timed so it's like best of three but when you're going through the match uh, you it, the, the, the actual play area starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller so it starts crushing so you know you can't just sit in a corner just waiting for others to take each other out and then just go and try and fly in afterwards because you have to start moving because it will it will catch you out in the end and they were doing a tournament there and it kind of happened that Carl who was hanging around with us my mate Steve brother Rob myself even though I was last to this one, they, they, they entered in the tournament and each heat had one of us in. Because the only reason I was in was because of dropouts, because I wasn't too fussed about playing stuff there. It was just I was sort of hanging around looking for people, trying to talk to people and just hang around and have a good time. And yeah, so 
all of us seemed to have this shot of going through. I almost won because you know you know you have to get to it's three points to win the game. I, I hit the first two straight out, and it's like never played it. Hardly really paid attention to the game itself or whatever other people were playing. And I was, I was so happy because I almost got through to the final. Rob did get through to the final, but didn't win. It's like, we got a stick of rock anyway from Brighton, so, you know. Roundabouts, you know, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> Can't be too bad, at least he got something out of it, you know. So, but to the guests. Now, to the people I, I saw there, I've got to give big shout-outs to Carl, you know, who's been on the show before. Sammy, who we have had on the show of other podcasts we still want to get her on this one as well uh another streamer called angie oreo who is mental at streaming she likes to stream horror games at times and it's brilliant watching her and when's um, she gonna be so, on the show i don't know i haven't asked her yet i talked to her about it but yeah we'll do, we'll do. it's another option <laughs> so managed to see them hang hang around with them at loading bar mainly um but the oh, there is a guy called Patrick Dane who I did speak to who is interested in coming on the show. He's a sort of like a, a journalist. I think he's more freelance than anything else. I haven't seen him in a bit anything big of late, but that don't quote me on that. I'd have to double check. But yeah, I spoke to him, known him for about a year or so. So he's interested in coming on. It's a pretty good guy. He's a nice guy. And, uh, so and then. There is on Thursday there was a guest there um, for a developer session, and he was very big in in the creation of System Shock Two, Thief, and Bioshocks. Um, Mr. Ken Levine was there. He was talking about all the stuff about getting into the games and how how they went about developing them and his design and his the ideas and if he, and one of the things he said he came up with a good quote here it's like one of the things about creative uh, uh, people especially for their ideas is they have a ton of ideas a lot of them won't get made because you have to actually pick and choose you have to decide okay this get this just will not work and he called it it's like killing babies so you have to go out and kill your babies. <laughs> and it's just waiting for a quote going, <laughs> Ken says, kill your babies. <laughs> Which, as you see, we're you, Christian Odden, so you know this all too well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really great, really informative, fantastic dev session. And he said, well, yeah, I'm going to be hanging around, you know, all day. So if you see me, just come and say hello. Little do we know that coming to see him and saying hello was almost immediately after the dev session finished. Because we're standing outside. Rob's met a friend of ours. And because she's, she's there to see Ken herself. And it's, it turns up and says, oh, there's Ken over there. He was just standing behind us. It was almost like, again, the Hideo Kojima moment from the first time I went to Rest. And so we, we, we waited for about half an hour to an hour and sort of starts, you know, start speaking to him and he, he's a really really humble and nice guy is I, I i spoke to him not really about games as such you know, i spoke briefly about it but he asked for what i was just or doing and i was saying about a streamer podcaster and also a carer and we sort of got around to more that aspect of things and we we're talking about it and he it's kind of weird someone of that statue asking you if you want you know for a hug for the 
from the, for them. It's kind of like, okay, fair enough. Not going to say no, you know, because you, <laughs> you just don't really do. You just go, no, fuck off. You don't do that. So, it, yeah, it's just a really weird, nice moment. Right. Yes, we got pictures taken. Yes, he signed bits. The thing we should have done was take him on you know the um bioshock big ps3 but uh, special edition i got with a vinyl record and the soundtrack should have taken that to get signed but you know you don't think of it at that time do you, you just you don't think you're going to actually meet these people you think they're just going to come on stage they're going to talk for about half an hour to an hour and then they're going to fuck off again so you don't get you don't get a chance to meet them but that didn't happen so that was a major highlight of the day and yeah, so that, I think that's the highlight of the year so far. And then we went down to Loading Barn, got you know had a few drinks, and just went out. <laughs> You're gonna say pissed. You're I was gonna, gonna say, say pissed, pissed. But, but then I realised I wasn't getting pissed. Didn't feel like it was getting pissed. So you know I, could, I had to have a lot more than that. But but yeah, that's what that's pretty much you know my experience of res. To have now turned my attention to MCM in May and then EGX in September when we actually start doing some, you know, proper sort of talking to devs and sort of saying, do you want to come on, do your, do your stuff? We want to get your get your games on our streams. Come on, give us some, give us codes and stuff to like, you want interviews. Because that's going to be, that's going to be different. Something I haven't done in a couple of years. I need to get back into the routine of doing. But yeah, we can now move on to what we've been playing and I'm going to leave this, this one for a short one to James. I'll let you go first, mate. Uh, I'm going to go pretty quick, mainly because the stuff I've been playing is Mass Effect Andromeda, which is still really fun. I've got a lot of footage for it. But the first major story plot twist that we had, um, things didn't record, so I lost it. The entire plot twist of it. Hour and a half footage. Gone. I do have a save point from before then, but that means I have to replay an hour and a half of the game. And so I'm slowly debating with myself and with you, our viewers, do you want me to go back and play the hour and a half? Or should we just say, well, this this video experience has been fun, but let's just uh, go make this a stream now and stream it and have fun with it. Uh, I'll leave that up to you. We'll I'll leave a discussion. Comment below. If you're watching, comment below. Let me know. Poll it. Poll it. Give a poll as well. Let's do a poll. We'll do a poll. Mm. Poll it. We're going to poll it. Straw poll. Straw poll. We'll straw poll it now or later or some point. Anyway. Uh, Zelda. I got a Switch. I have Zelda. I've been playing Zelda. I've been streaming Zelda. Um, it's fun. It's hard. I died a lot. Like, a lot. But it's kind of like it. They they are kind of right where like it kind of just throws you into it and says, "Okay, tutorial's done. Good luck. There's the main quest over there. Figure it out." It's it's really bad if you have a completionist level of wanting to do it because there's so much to do. Have um, they have they almost dark sold it then in terms of difficulty? It's not that hard, especially because like. Ooh. I mean, I was playing on on like this with, with this things, so it's it's not a real controller. Just just 
It's a fake controller. <laughs> it's a controller it, made of lies! It, it wants to be a controller. Um, but I got a pro hey. one now. It just came in the mail today, so I actually, I actually play the game. Uh, it's... It gives you more things you have to think about than a normal Zelda game. In fact, you have to worry about managing weapon durability, how many arrows you have. That kind of stuff kind of creates a new wrinkle and everything. And there are others. There, there are ways to like get out of things and you ways to use your abilities and stuff to like help out with your fight. But I, I find that most of my thing is it's actually a. Uh, I think it's part of the the samurai tactics. Is like I'll start off by like bowing arrow as many guys as I can, then I sprint away, turn around, whichever's the fastest guy, I kill, then I turn around and sprint away, and then the next fastest guy catches up with me, I turn around, I kill him. And you just it's just you just running around and just leading guys around. Granted, I only have four hearts, so like I have to use these kind of tactics and not good weapons. But... Roll out the old kite. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Hope the wind blows nice. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. I'm just cutting the shit out of things. Uh, I imagine that once like I get better armor and stuff later, I'm not wearing just a t-shirt and flexing my link pecs. It'll be better. But I, I'm literally... I just got the first set of armor, and my defense went from 0 to 3. When like the best set of armor is 84 on one piece. I have 3 total. You have a long way to go, then. <laughs> yes, I have many miles to go. Um, but I've also... And then, um, finally, I've been playing Destiny. Because, you know, Destiny 2 is coming out. But also, they have the Age of Triumph now, which is kind of like Destiny's last hurrah. Where they're, like, going through, they've remade all the raids, all of these... They can kind of go through and kind of get, like, this final hurrah. And I'm kind of like... Space Opera RPG third person fantasy RPG third person I need a looter shooter in my life Chris plays anarchy I don't want to pull him away from anarchy to do borderlands I can play destiny destiny's fun then I sit there and go I'm gonna play destiny well I'm playing by myself by myself playing strikes <laughs> Looks at friends oh, list. <laughs> and the thing is too, like I could I could easily just go on like they have like looking for group sites. I could do that, do that. But the problem is I'm shit. Or at least I believe I'm shit at the game. Um Yeah, I the same thing, Joe uh Gio. I, I want to do it because I can get a free t shirt with my name on it. Like if I put time into the game, I can get a t shirt with my gamer tag on it. Which I'm glad is not like like sexy ass XXX robot triple sex whatever it is. Um, it's all about a free T-shirts. Yeah. If Bungie was to send you a free T-shirt for just playing their game for a ridiculous amount of time, wouldn't you? I, I guess you know it depends on the game really. Just like, do I really really want the T-shirt if it's this bad? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the question is, it. do you want a shirt? Of course, shirts. Do you, do you want a really free shirt? shirt? And the answer is usually for me, yes. Yes. So. Do you want a free shirt for playing a video game? Uh, see, I, I don't even, I don't even care what it's for. 
It's like, what is this? Free What's shirt. I'm like, mm, gimme. Yeah, free shirt with with your gamer tag on it, no less. Could kind of do that for thing, you know. We could go to like yeah, Zazzle, but that would cost a bit. My, Not as much uh, as my, getting the game. But, my gamer you know, tag is a uh, is a freaking goat, so it would just say a freaking goat on it. <laughs> But it, it has like the cool like crest of arms and everything. So it'd be like this, this <laughs> sexy crest goat. of arms and this a freaking goat. Now, is this T-shirt offer worldwide or is it just U.S. and Canada? It's worldwide. Because sometimes like there was like this is only open to the 50, 50, 50 I think Bungie something. has enough money to send things to freaking Europe. But I don't know. They might be cheap. Or sorry. The UK and Europe. Let's specify them separately now. Yep. <laughs> we have to say that now. Because it's it's super official now. <laughs> yeah, from Wednesday it is. From Wednesday it's like the UK's now looking at going, Hello? Oh, see, that's what you're doing. Okay, that's fine. Bye. It, we're almost like that neighbor that wants to try and borrow your lawn, a lawnmower, but just doesn't want to bring it fully back you know we're just like taking it we could keep like a wheel or something it's like no. we don't really need the wheel but we want to keep it anyway no you guys the, what it's, what's happening right now is just like two people just had a huge fight like the fight that ends the relationship and they're just standing in the kitchen right now just going this is it huh yeah alright so I'm going to start packing my things yeah I know but I think you should start trying yeah so I'm going to pack some stuff and I'm going to leave for a little while and I'll come back tomorrow and get the rest of my stuff when you're not here and drop off my keys. Like, you're at that level right now. Like, every, just sitting in the kitchen, just realizing it's over. <laughs> just, we do, we're just not sure. And you're just what, trying to figure out next. who keeps the cat, Scotland, who <laughs> keeps the dog, Northern Ireland. I, you know, that's just... Maybe let we'll them decide the themselves. We'll give the turtle to Wales, you know, because it's not too much of an issue to try and look after it. You just got to give it, you know, give it water and lettuce, and you know, just, it would be fine for that. <laughs> I love that you're sitting on the Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. It's all right. It's all right. I can pick on Scottish another day. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh. Cleveland play. That's all I've been playing. Well, I also played in Chris's RPG, which we can talk about. Yeah, because you can flick over. You can Chris can continue then after. after Chris. Well, I want his. I want, I want. Well, Chris can kind of give. It, he is the game master, so I, I can let him set the scene, and I can kind of tell you as a player's perspective what it was okay. like. So, situation was bleak. One of their friends was already abducted by goblins and taken to a series of orcs. They were at an outpost about a few days' ride from farm, and the farm was where these orcs were holed up. Now, en route to go rescue their friend, they see about five orcs marching up towards them. Friend in tow. They say, hey, we want to strike a deal. They strike a deal. Now the orcs, they're looking to take that outpost. There's a lot more orcs on the way. Broken up into smaller camps. The uh, the two uh, goblins slash not goblins slash kobold uh, chroniclers 
uh, are enjoying this and taking note. And this is, I'm going to let you guys know something. Uh, at the same time, James learns something. Uh, something that happened in game. So, they eventually settle on a deal. Things are going good. They start marching towards a bridge that has been clogged with old broken down uh, war equipment. Now, they get to the bridge and there's a huge goblin horde. We're talking like over a thousand goblins. Just this massive swarming green and hatred and stench. And it's going their way. So they start clearing this bridge. Eventually, a few goblins start trickling in. The orcs are focusing on clearing the bridge, and the party starts defending. And it's looking uh, looking pretty rough at some points. Yeah, a lot of people almost died. I could you uh, tell the specifics of the battle. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> the best way to describe it is that we kind of did the uh, the hold the line strategy. We we created a bottleneck. We held it for as long as we could. Um, our warlock was playing melee warlock, which was he was just killing like swaths of goblins every turn. But he had to be in melee combat with them, so my guy was taunting them to him, my character, the paladin, to then so then the warlock killed them. Uh, my dice went cold about halfway through the fight, and I couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. And then like the waves hit. And, like, when, when you're sitting there realizing that when, when the DM says, well, bring the next wave of goblins on, and there's no spots to bring the goblins on anymore, and you're fighting a retreat, uh, and I'm dragging the unconscious corpse of the, uh, of the warlock, <laughs> trying to shove a, like, health potion in his mouth so he doesn't die. <laughs> Me <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was bad. It got bad. There was like twenty goblins surrounding me and the the other person, and then uh, then then the thing happened. So uh, the thing that happened that he's talking about is that the orcs found uh, just the battering ram piece, and uh, the, instead of pushing it off the bridge, they decided to rotate it and roll it down to create a gap. So. Gave our, uh, our our heroes a chance to run away. Because, I mean, orcs are fighting creatures, uh, but they're not going to fight over a thousand goblins. <laughs> they're, they're like fighting. They're not suicidal. Neither were they, we. They, <laughs> they know their limits. I think, I think so, as, uh, as I, I think the quote I used was, uh, Karad, I don't know how many goblins it's going to take to kill me. But I know how many they're going to use. And it's all of them. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but yes, we, we ran away. Valiantly ran away. But ran the fuck away. You used oh. the same Roman defense. Uh, there was a heart-to-heart uh, -heart that you had with one of the NPCs. Um, the old crew from the old crew so he is the the crew is uh the current crew is what we're calling the new crew and um his character's previous adventuring party and a series of uh higher level characters are being called the old crew um 
And so a little bit of perspective there. They're part of the early story arc. So uh, we're, we're, I'm t- kind of working each player's personal stories arc at a time. So the first few bits are going to be um, kind of more more main character towards one character, but everyone's going to have their time to shine. Um, and this will... It's going to jump from person to person, so there's going to be bits and bobs, and we're going to we're going to show cooler things. Um, so he had a discussion with uh, Seraphine, who was a uh, a warlock sorcerer, who uh, was in the old crew before, and was seeming to be in some trouble. Now, what he found out was that there was something wrong with her hands, and. There was this whole discussion, this heart-to-heart that you guys had. Yep. And what you didn't know was that hiding not ten feet away from you were the kobolds. And they have documented this. <laughs> so there's these kobolds that follow them around documenting pretty much everything because uh, they accidentally found a magic book that does things. Um... They wrote that uh, they had to become goblins, and so they did. Uh, but then they started writing about how they're not goblins, and now they're back to their original race. So it's interesting. I'm going to see how this goes. It's going to be great. In their chronicles, my character is probably Dick. I'm the biggest <laughs> Dick in the thing. Considering there was a good four hours. No, no, like two and a half days of like me trying to get the book from them and them just slapping my hand. Yep. It was kind of one of the greatest parts. So, <laughs> from there... Whoa. Where did this overflow come from? Um, so, they, they're they're doing their traveling. They're, they're going. And uh, they learn from the orcs earlier that there was a deal between the... Uh, the captain they were kind of uh, being commanded under and now they're learning that there is more to just the deal to begin with but there are some probably some secrets yeah. to be unlocked lots of lots of secrets uh and uh everything points back to the outpost so far so far with the orcs and that's where we're headed and, next. Yep. They found, uh, on the back of the map, they found a series of draconic um, etchings that seemed to make no sense. And the rest of the party is trying to figure out. And I will not be. <laughs> <laughs> Just for two reasons. I'm not a puzzle guy, and I'm pretty sure my character wouldn't do that. So, Which is fair. He's got other things he's worried about than draconic <laughs> runes. Can't even read draconic. Yeah, mo- most of the party doesn't understand draconic at all. I don't need that in there. So yeah, that is our uh, our quick recap of the Corindal Chronicles, which is the name of the campaign. So is that anything else you've been playing? I'm playing a lot of Anarchy Online. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh, as per norm, uh, I am clearly totally engrossed in a game while doing the podcast. 
nothing new there. Um, it's 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 it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy because I can actually <laughs> afford to get all the shinies and all the super good things. I don't have to. I don't have to stay a, a frube, as we like to call them. So right now, what I'm doing actually is uh, I gathered up all of the gems from the uh, the loot, and pretty much only the gems. And now I'm just making them nicer. I'm actually cutting the gems, and I'm using like a a, a, a thing, a tool to to turn them from like rough rubies into well cut rubies. And then sell them back to the shops as shop food because they're super, super easy to do that with. And you get like anywhere from a 5% increase to I've seen up to four times its normal worth. So, absolutely worth. Some of these are not worth at all. Some of them are giving me like absolute junk for stuff. Um,. I've been playing some of the forest, as you can see in the background with the video uh, with James. That's a lot of fun, doing a lot of survival games. I picked up Osiris New Dawn, um, also an interesting game. I just recently figured out how to start building things like bases in the game. That one is difficult as hell. It is not an easy game, at least of all solo. I imagine it would be easier um, with multiplayer, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just been those and Anarchy. I think Osiris is also on sale on Steam this weekend. I don't know. I bought it like four days ago, so I have no, no idea if it's going to be on I sale. Got, I got an email from, from Steam. Is that all you've been playing then, mate? Is it, have you been playing a lot of other stuff? Just a metric fructor, metric fructor anarchy. But a little bit of uh, binding of Isaac, but metric fructor anarchy. And uh, after after tonight's stream, I'll be playing anarchy as well, uh, open to uh, to join up and everything, and having uh, uh, the community come join too if you want. Yeah, absolutely, because we're all about the inclusion. So if if you're fine with it, mate, I am going to do my. What I've been playing. Do it. In, even though I'm not going to say a, too, a great deal about some of the stuff because, you know, it's the usual sort of stuff and it's just the usual sort of bits. You know, we um, have been challenged this week to Dish Jam by Ed and Nameless, who decided to challenge myself and my brother, which is like, okay, fair enough, we'll go for it. Um, last week, I did a one on one challenge with Ed and he realized just how well I play it. This <laughs> is like, man, you're really good at this. Oh, well, I accept that. I'll take it. You know, I won't do a... I'm lucky, you know. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> that great as fluke. I won't do a curse on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite good. <laughs> you know, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have the ego stroke on that one. I also completed Red Dead Redemption last week. I, 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 I did the normal Sunday service bit, and I was getting towards the end of it and getting to the point with... You know, you know the moment in Red Dead Redemption... The bit we we you know, have you played it? Do you want spoilers? I don't care. <laughs> well, put it this way, right? Okay, your character John Marston is double crossed by the government. They send the army out to him Surprise, against him. <laughs> you, you, take, you, you know, you take out waves of the army, 
and then a load of federal agents show up. They surround the barn you're in. You come out, use dead eye to try and kill them all off. They shoot you and kill you. You know, you're dead. Typical That's Western it. ending. Yeah, yeah. But then your son Jack takes over. Now I got to the part um, on on the first bit of uh, of this where you're you you just have to like trying to do normal mundane stuff on a farm. You're trying to get John Marston to have a normal farmer's life. You know, he's he's done with all this outlaw shit. So there's there's this one mission where you have to have like firing at these crows because these crows are nicking your corn and just ruining it. And that sort of stumped me for a little bit because I was going trying to be too crafty and use too much dead eye on there and I was trying to blow them, blow them up with dynamite because I thought, hang on, there's a crowd in there, dynamite, take them out in one go. Because it has happened before with other people. So no, it didn't happen. I was getting towards the two hours and I was in danger of this being the mission that was stumping us. So... I, I managed to somehow fluke it. I can't remember how I did it. And I thought, it's two hours. I, I just feel like playing this more. I just wanted to finish it then. Because, you know, you, you, when you become Jack, you're still doing sort of kind of these bits, but you, it's not as much for Jack because you sort of wait a few years and grow up and, you know, become a man essentially from this rather than a kid it's like this teenage boy that's just listening to his dad and just being rebellious against him saying you were never here blah 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 why should i listen to you all this all this sort of stuff and going hunting a bear on your own so you know it's john miles and you have to come and save your save your son's ass because he's going to get it torn apart to this sort of almost like trying to be a badass and trying to revenge you know revenge on it for his dad his killer but because how good the story was, and because I had the itch, I, I decided to do double stream and just, you know, just complete it there and then. So now, this Sunday, new month, can start Dishonored because Geo, he, you know, he platinumed Dishonored 2 on Monday. So it's kind of like a, a tag out, tag in sort of thing. It's like, right, okay, I'm done with Dishonored. Now your turn. And we'll play it slightly differently. And that's one of the things to look out for his streams of Dishonored 2 and when I get round to Dishonored 2 as well to see how different we play it. Um, other other games, let's have a look. I mean, I played a bit of Quick Flash with uh, a streamer called Eerie Pancake. Which, you know, Quick Flash was fun with her because she has this little community going up and it's, 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 it's a nice little community, but there are some sick bastards in it. <laughs> which is why I fit in so well, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I played this other game, and it, this is probably what Ed and myself are going to be doing as a backseat gaming called Neurovoider. It's top-down twin-stick shooter where you're you, you play as a droid, and there's three classes of droid in there. Then you can swap them in and out if you have like complete sets. So you can, you know, you build your droid up. You have things like legs, transporter, lens, and left and right gun. And so you can build this up over 20 levels because it's 20 levels of procedurally generated, um, you know, just dungeons almost. And you got a boss like every fifth level. And you can also get bonus levels as well. So like complete this in a certain amount of time, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the bonus stage stuff you've seen in other games. And, but it's quite fun. And it's going to be the first backseat gaming game where we're using Ed's remote play for both of us playing. 
So it's, you're not going to get as much of me taking the piss out of it on this one. Because I think we're going to be both taking the piss out of each other with how bad it will be. Um, see, everything else. I mean, I could update on Horizon. I've got to a major part of the story. In Horizon, I'm level 40 now. And the revelation that's hit on on this made me go, hmm, okay. Told you. That's fine. That's cool. Yep. Yes, you did. And so did Gina. Because the, the part that Gina said to me, she's like, you wanted me to hurry up and get through the story because it was that one mission that really gets your emotions going. And I'm going to say it without spoiling too much. And you might get this. It's like episode three, the the pit fight of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you know wiped out I mean? the majority of that movie, so. You know, it's one of the decent parts of it where you got the monster, you know, the monsters coming out, Anakin, and you know, Pad Pad Padme is 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 sort of chained up. That bit, if you remember that bit, then you'll know exactly what part I'm on in the story of Horizon I'm talking about. Sorry, I, I'm just I'm just remembering the line: "She's dying <laughs> because her heart is broken." <laughs> I can't. I hate sand the wrong film i know but that's the only that's that's i can't think of that's what comes to brain i've got the high ground not the younglings not the younglings <laughs> i i love the picture of like youngling beer <laughs> just like photoshopped over all of the kids faces not the younglings <laughs> he killed them all he killed them all. <laughs> um, he was so, so hammered he couldn't fight. I, I'm getting to... I, there's also... I've been trying to do collectibles while I've been on the way of completing the story. So it's kind of... I've gone the Witcheroo again with, with certain aspects of this. But there's one vantage point that I need this stealth armor that you can get. You know, when you get the five power cells and you can go down into the, you know, the room. It's shield armor. It's not stealth armor. It's shield yeah. armor. Oh. It makes you invulnerable. Like, you, you can take, like, ten hits from anything. Because, you know, there's a vantage point in the north where you've got glint hawks and I think it's sawtooths. Yeah. At the same time, you have to deal with, and there's hardly any cover to try and sort of sneak and pick one or two off. There's a vantage point there that I want to get to, and I've tried like three or four times, and every time I ever do something stupid, or it's just it just feels like it, it's it's not wanting you to get there just yet. Even though I am level bloody forty on it, which is crazy. I mean, I've passed fifty hours on it now. Which I've got to catch yourself and Gina off because some were like, oh yeah, I've been 60 hours. I was like, what? And there's like 83. So it's like, what? So I've, I've got some time. I've got to really, really pick it up. Uh, did he? <laughs> so Sim was saying about Star Wars, like, I've often wondered, did he kill the, young, the younglings or save them for his own Sith army? Future Star Wars story? No. That'd be a good one. He, he killed the younglings because this is Anakin. And and, and I don't think George Lucas had that much foresight. Probably not. No, no, he, he, I don't think he did. Disney might if they redo them. 
Because you Disney might. Disney would. Disney wouldn't have killed the younglings to begin with. So they would have to have them be the part of the Sith army. We can't have killing kids in a Disney movie. Well, I mean, uh, at the moment, <laughs> you have, because it's still there. They're still thinking it's canon, so. So, yeah, <laughs> so they still have kids getting killed in the Disney movie. <laughs> it was pre Disney. They will still say it's theirs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's 20th Century Fox. It says it when it opens. <laughs> oh, does it still do that, or do they take that out? They take that bit away. And yeah, so the other final bit I'm going to say about uh, is going to be For Honor because I actually started that this week. And the one thing I do want to say about Ubisoft is their bonus code activation is a fucking ball ache. Because you know you get a code, and you think, okay, I'm going to go into the I'm going to go into the PSN store, pop it in, jobs are good. And nope, 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 nope. nope. The code you get for pre-ordering, you have to go online to an activation code page, which they don't tell you where it is. You have to go find the fucker. You then put this code in. They then decide to send you in an email another code. And then you go on TPSN store to do it. And then or Nicolas Xbox. Cage takes you to Washington, D.C. to find the real Declaration of Independence, which has a map on the back to the secret treasure of the founding fathers of the United States. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you're in the Dan Brown novel trying to get this fucking code right sorted for it. We've got to protect the <laughs> national treasure. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Not the bees! So. <laughs> you just throw me off now, you bugger. <laughs> so, yeah, so you get you get that done. You get that finally through for a skin, I might add. Nothing major. This is for a fucking skin. Because you for like a pre order. But the game itself is alright. You know, I keep hearing this like classes that are overpowered that they need to address and some server bits to the point where people are trying to boycott it for a day I think it's April 3rd they're trying to get people who play For Honor to not play it for a day to try and boycott them and it's like okay if that works and they actually do something about it fair enough but yeah it's like I like the, the blocking aspect I like the fact that you can give you a chance to see what direction it is so you can try and count, you know, counter and parry the, the fights in there but it's Yes, it's all right. I've got to play more of it before I can fully say, you know, talk about it at a great length because I'm, I'm just starting out some of the, you know, the single player campaign before I go online with it and try and join up for a 2v2. But I'm hearing there's a certain rules with this. Um, in a 2v2, if you kill your opponent, there's like a code of honor where you just stay back and let the other fight happen. And it's win, win, if your partner win or, wins or loses, then you can you know go from there but there seems to be this time where people sort of gang up on it on the on the opponent and it's just they it just the just that, that 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 code just seems to be there's no penalty for doing that sort of stuff even though i would be tempted myself to help out you know if i've got a mate there who's having a struggle just wander over and, and <laughs> i did nothing I don't know what you saw there. There was like a light reflection from a weather balloon on that one. No knife. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, you need you need you need some sort of code for it to do it. You need some sort of you know just something, you know, just gentleman's agreement. You can always call it. And that's pretty much all I'm playing this week. We got any shout outs? Kim, you're the best. Uh, definitely Kim. Kim B, uh, for being our patron so far. Uh, for other Kim, my Kim, uh, KZ Law, who does the Instagram. For Gina, who will be streaming something hopefully soon. For Gio, who does stream a lot. And don't don't worry, the videos are coming out. They're scheduled. It's done. I did it. It's good. And for Tom as well, because we, 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 haven't, we haven't seen Tom in a while. He's Tom? been really, really Tom? busy. I'm oh, sorry, Tom. Look, you, you, Tom. Looking at you. Yeah, we miss you, matey. We and miss Ed? you. How are you back in streams? And Ed, yep. Yeah. Now that he, now that he's no longer dying of the deadly Metapa virus. Uh, to, to Epic Games for hosting me the other day. Yeah, Epic Games. High five, Epic Games. Nice. I mean, technically, Unreal Engine, not Epic Games, but. It's, it's Epic Games who owned Unreal Engine, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also give a shout out to you know Devolver Digital for their auto hosting my streams at times. That's that's awesome. Chris Light for doing that. Uh, Carl Straffen from a Band of Gamers podcast. I want to give a shout out to a Band of Gamers podcast as well. Uh, Eerie Pancake. Uh, there is a guy on Twitter who has been asking me to help him out promote an upcoming stream of his. Uh, it's basically in July and it's for special effects. And what he's doing is 24 hours of 24 hours of Crash Bandicoot to remaster it. It's in July. And it's in July. It's the twenty second and twenty third of July is when he's doing it. Is he from the UK or the Americas? I don't know. I think he's from America. Uh, okay. Well, on the twenty first of July, then uh, we should have him on the show to promote special effect and things. <laughs> because his Twitter account is let's see if i can actually put this on here i'll put it in the chat as well i'm sorry we're we're, we're pushing the bars right now this is where yeah, I, just, chris nearly kills me so at his on the in the forest the barge where you throw oh, me about 10 feet in the air the one where i threw you into the sky yeah yeah no we're at that part so what here is his twitter handle it's called <laughs> atls just posting it in there. A T L S S H R U G D is his Twitter handle. If you if you want to go to that, and then basically give him a hand, give him a shout out, give him a retweet. I mean, we'll talk to him about getting him on the show for it as well, so we can give him a plug. But yeah, no, he, he seems like a good good guy as well. So just give him a helping hand. Also, want to give a shout out to Ninth Week Studios for the upcoming projects that I know about. Um, Sammy, Kat, uh, Lucy, Jimmy from Loading Bar. You know, all, all, these people, all these people are awesome. And yeah. so that's pretty much it for the show. Hold on a sec. I'm just waiting for a part where Chris nearly kills me. Everybody <laughs> can kind of enjoy this. I'm watching it on the stream too, so you'll see me laugh like super late, 12 seconds late. 
Well, that's fine. I mean, while 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 you're waiting on this on this moment of Kenya was getting killed, <laughs> uh, you can catch me on Twitter as Latte Maker. You can catch me on P on you know, Steam, <laughs> PSN underscore Latte Maker. <laughs> you can also you can also catch me on you know on Facebook on on YouTube <laughs> on PSN <laughs> XP. But you did it. The hell? You only went up like 10 feet and then this... you died from the fall. I think I had been like attacked by cannibals, so I had barely any health. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see any cannibal attacks. I turned away to do things. <laughs> but Chris, where can they find you, mate? You can find me as the Hurgle Man pretty much universally. Twitter is uh, twitter.com slash the Hur- or not the Hergleman. Twitter.com slash Hergleman. Twitch is twitch.com slash Hergleman. YouTube is youtube.com slash Hergleman. And Steam is Manny's PhD. <laughs> Just to be slightly different. <laughs> James, where can I find you, bud? Uh, I am normally Tig Whippies when I stream. I'm here. I'm the guy who runs the funny stuff. I have the OBS running right now. Uh, you can find me at Spike2579 uh, on PSN if you want to play Destiny. Uh, or probably some form of that when we play Destiny 2. Uh, by the way, uh, Destiny 2 coming out in September 8th. So, Destiny 2 on PC. Because <laughs> we're going to play Destiny 2 on PC. FYI. That's it. That's yeah. it for the show. That's the yeah. PC. You can catch me doing the after show, uh, playing some more Anarchy Online uh, on my channel very soon. I will join him in the Discord, if not only to provide other commentary. I have dinner I have to eat. And remember, people, the famous last words of Dylan Thomas. I have just had 18 whiskeys in a row. I do believe that is a Good night.